This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. Mannenberg is one of the most dangerous communities in the Western Cape. It's where children play in streets scarred by bullet holes, a stark reminder of the ever-present threat of gangs. But today's episode shows that where there's a will, there's always a way. And few know that better than the man we're about to meet. Father, coach, and cricket fan, Shahid Adonis. Using bat and ball as tools for a brighter future, he's changing young lives one innings at a time. Gang walls in Cape Town's Mannenberg has prompted the still Mannenberg. Say I thought that this has become the norm. And I even wish to say that it's out of control of the law enforcement agencies. If you look at the walls, I mean, you'll see machine guns that are sprayed against the walls. Countless lives have been lost in the streets of Mannenberg, from gang-related crime, drive-by shootings and drugs. Our story takes place in the Cape Flats, but this time, it's a little different. This time, you'll be bowled over. I've got to tip you off about the incredible work that is being done by a cricket coach in Primrose Park, who is using the sport as a leg up for youngsters that is so much more than encourage them to enjoy the game. We got word about someone unique who was making a big difference in the poorest areas of the Cape Flats. So we decided to pay him a visit. Hello, hello. How are you? Are you well? We met him at the Cape Talk Studios as he was wrapping up a chat with talk show host Pippa Hudson. Hi. Hi there. How nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Guys, fantastic interview that I just heard. Thanks so much for picking up on the story. It's incredible. Shahid Adonis's interview with Pippa caused quite a stir. In this case, it was a cricket team who got absolutely walloped by Shahid's kids the other day. Shahid is a cricket coach, born and raised on the Cape Flats, a world away from the modern Cape Town studio. According to reports, 161 gang-related murders were committed between April and June of last year. All of these murders were committed in areas like Mannenberg on the Cape Flats. He knows well the daily struggle of the area's children. Describe Shahid as a young boy. Probably the period where the naughtiness took over, um, getting involved in drugs, and in my case, I never had a father. He passed away when I was four. The idle time, I would say, is the biggest enabler. That kind of gets you to do things after school that, you know, kind of takes you down the wrong path. I always say cricket saved my life. When it comes to drugs, it's relapse and relapse. So you need something that teaches you discipline, commitment, and, and you've got to have the fun factor as well. And so Shahid's love for cricket and wanting to help his community developed into something unique. Shahid has one goal, to keep as many kids as possible out of the gangs. How is he doing it? Simple. With this. Yeah! 
Now, cricket takes a lot of time. The fact that you have the passion for the game obviously will keep you in it. And it started slowly. I mean, you had a few kids and the word just spread. I think our success was basically providing a hot meal. His vision of creating something bigger than just a cricket center started to take shape a few years ago when he launched Klala Africa, a non-profit organization relying entirely on donations. I'm gonna get you the ball now. Boys and girls from surrounding areas are encouraged to go to Manenberg cricket grounds after school, not only to play sports, but to study together and get something to eat. It keeps them off the streets and out of harm's way. We try to provide everything in terms of clothing, sanitary towels. The key is to provide the food. Compared to a normal child's life, right, they are missing obviously a meal, they're not getting three meals during the day, they don't have the equipment, the resources obviously. Serena Bukas is a psychology undergraduate who's tutoring some of the kids in Shahid's program. The outer layer, it's obviously going to be hard and like aggressive because that's what they're going through on their daily lives. They need to protect themselves, they need to have their guard up. But once you get to know them, you converse with them, you spend time with them, it's completely different. They're just children and they just um, need that love and affection that they're not maybe getting at home. I actually spoke to a few girls. It was a difficult one, actually. They experienced a rape. How does someone do that to the next person, being raped by someone she knows? That's the real world experience that these children are yes, living Yes, this is what they're facing. And black people would come and say, yeah, but why would you do, why would you turn to drugs? But this is their lives. It's a harsh reality that they're living. Hello, my sweetie. You're right. We have kids currently that are in grade five, six, seven that can't read. We want to take that to the next level where we have quality, quality tutors to provide that professional tutoring system. Although the program has been going for a few years, providing for the children is a struggle. Shahid's daily routine consists of picking up donations from all over town and driving to Manenberg to feed the ever-increasing number of hungry mouths. For kids that live in those areas, starvation is right on top of the list malnutrition in today's time, which is a, a shock. They're on survival mode, it sounds. Big time. That's the only way. You are not going to find a kid come walking down just to play sport. It's actually the food. During our time with Shahid in Manenberg, the threat of danger was ever-present. Just recently, a child was killed when a rival gang opened fire on seven kids who were standing outside a block of flats. It happened just down the street from Shahid's cricket ground. All seven kids that were shot were basically just innocent bystanders. A few weeks after that, they, they shot a nine-year-old boy in the head and a 17-year-old. The nine-year-old died, I think, three, four days later. A 17-year-old died on the scene. These people are fed up now. The government is saying they can't live in fear, not knowing the kid is walking from here to the shop across the road. And if they'll come back. If they'll come back, yeah. 
it's not as easy as we think um, to to change things, to get out of that whole poverty second environment. It's not easy to change things overnight either, but there is bursaries, there's opportunities. And this is the target that Shahid is chasing, to add more kids to the list of 11 who've already received bursaries at more affluent schools. Bursary after bursary, those moments, you know, when, when I'm sitting here and this, the deals close and I know this kid is going to bishops or to say, you know, that, that's the moment where you kind of realize, you know what, you just got to keep going. And, and that's the energizer. We're very keen to make sure that not only Bishop's boys get to experience the fantastic facilities on this campus. Sean Hewitt heads up cricket at Diocesan College, or Bishop's, a private school in the suburb of Rondebosch, where a few of Shahid's boys have secured full bursaries. What is entailed in that? Full tuition from literally grade 8 to grade 12. Boarding house, it's uh, all tours paid for, cricket kit. If they need new cricket boots, a new cricket bat, a new cricket bag, whatever it might be, the school will certainly uh, assist in that regard. Where Shahid's very good is that once the boys are in the system, you don't really hear from the mentors again until they matriculate. But Shahid is there with the guys all the way through. He reminds the boys that they're very lucky to be here. They're going to want to kill the spin, then you've got to get really close to it. One of the boys is Bishop's opening batsman, Adnan Lachadin. He was the first Mannenberg boy to receive a bursary. Everything changed after I went to train with him. Um, he trained me to become the cricketer I am today. I hope to become, well, first province under 19 and then make it to SA under 19. And then hopefully just take it on from there. When we go to Bishop, I say, remember, don't chirp, right? Because we want him, we want to be invited back. <laughs> don't go too hard, you know? Um, but enjoy the, I always tell them the friendship game, remember? This is, these are our friends, you know? And we've played over 100 matches at, at Bishop's, and I can use it. You guys don't toe the line, you don't listen, you don't, you know? You're not going to Bishop's, you're not going to make the team. They caught you a hush. Eh? No, I am, because, I mean, otherwise you lose the, the discipline. <laughs> and when you lose the discipline, you know? If they don't make it as a professional cricketer, their work ethic and their commitment to self-development, that would kind of stand them in good stead to find a professional career. And if we can get them through that age, sort of getting shot or stabbed, um, so that's great as well. A lot of people have written off Mannenberg. They say the bad far outweighs the good. But with people like Shahid, who still believe in the children in this community, hopefully things can turn around. Using the beautiful game of cricket as a way to escape a world of violence and addiction, we look forward to seeing these young cricketers inspire others on pitches around the country and the world. Thanks for listening. In case you missed any of our earlier episodes, you can find them all now on Spotify and all other major platforms. Also, head on over to the Carte Blanche website for more insightful content. <laughs>